Good evening, everybody. I say good evening because it's in the UK, it's in the evening. If you're in the rest of the world, I don't know what the time is. But hello and welcome to the Outpost Frequencies brought to you by the lastmovieoutpost.com for all of your movie news, reviews and everything cool about films. I'm your host this evening, not George Lucas. And with me, as always, first of all, is Drunken Yoda. Hello. Sean. Sin Chow. And joining us tonight is Eggy Weggy. Word up. Excellent. Well, we are all down with the kids, homies. <laughs> how is how is everybody? That, that was that was worse than your mom trying to be cool. <laughs> how do you do, fellow young outpost streamers? Yes. Um, right. So, so yes. Uh, how, well, I'm glad I asked how everybody is because obviously nobody answered. Um, so. This evening, we are going to be eventually talking about everything, everywhere, all at once, which we have all seen. And I think we've got uh, slightly different conflicting views on, which will be interesting. But let's talk about the news, first of all. So, George, I, I, I want to people to know that that's a movie title, even though that accurately describes most of our streams. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, what we get in two hours is pretty impressive. <laughs> um. But yes, the the movie, everything, everywhere, all at once. By the end of it, um, it's like, but what about Ukraine? <laughs> what about Ukraine? Um, so let's start <laughs> off. Let's start off with uh, this week in the news. We had a teaser for Predator: Prey. Now, what did everybody make of that? This is the prequel to Predator. Lame and gay. <laughs> okay, look. As to be expected, it's going to be crap. I did like the comments on the last movie outpost saying that the Predator doesn't stand a chance against a young teenage <laughs> girl uh, who has got a bow and arrow and a plucky attitude, um, and, obviously. And ovaries. And right. ovaries, exactly. Um, well, did you, sorry, did you just assume her gender? I was going to say. Um, you well, the, well the, the description of the movie uh, gives us the gender, so I'm sa- I think I'm safe on that. Well, I think well, I, I, I have I think I correctly identified that Naru is Comanche for stunning and brave. <laughs> um, but yes, again, it's going to be one of these films of another. Uh, everybody keeps, you know, we constantly go on about these, how they keep churning out the same thing. This is another Predator movie. But Wait a yet, minute. I thought it was going to be a, is it a theatrical release? I, I thought it was going to yeah. be like a straight, straight to, to audio. <laughs> Coming soon on eight track. <laughs> Straight to the garbage bin. Welcome wow. to the Predator Podcast, boy. We got an audio <laughs> treat for you. <laughs> but no, yeah, it's, it's getting a theatrical release, isn't it? I didn't I think, think so. so. I oh, think really? it's oh. coming on Hulu or something. Yeah, no, I think it's sorry. like Amazon Apologies. Plus or something like Apple Apologies, TV. yeah, it did say Hulu. It's coming um, on. Uh, not gonna watch it, so. Again, my sick and twisted evil mind says, go on, watch it. It'll be bad. And so I will watch it when it comes out. But I am expecting, as much as I expect from any other Hollywood movie, very little. Do you think they reveal that it's a female predator? Mm. Do you think Predator is like a one and done? Like it just, you know, like we keep, I mean, it was a great movie. The first movie was great. Yeah legitimately think, great movie but after that it's like what more can you do with this that isn't 
already i mean it doesn't even predator 2 which i kind of enjoy with glover it doesn't do anything yeah. new or anything it's just it's just at least gory and fun yeah i think it they could have done a like they could have done three that was like that it was the same story but set in a different location and then that would have been great been done with it forget it like they could have done one and two and then maybe if they had a real budget done like the alien versus predator crossover or or, or in the future maybe or even in the past, and then because Dark Horse Comics did some pretty interesting stuff with it, like they had one set in World War One, but but yeah, it mm. probably it probably is a one and done, unless you you know you just want to make I always the same. The, the big three: Terminator, Predator, and Aliens were all Terminator and Aliens were two and done, and Predator was one and yeah. done. Mm. You know, I've heard people say that. Predator 2 is more of a Predator, more like the Predator movie than the first one. And that's never what? made any sense to me. Yep. They're like, oh, it's even better. It's a better movie. It's more nah. more of a Predator story than one. I was like, how can that be? The, the first one's set up in <laughs> the whole mythology and story. How, the chicken many... is more like the egg than the egg. Yeah. What? Because, yeah. oh, I mean, how many have they done there? Because there's been several in total, isn't there? Yeah, there's been quite a few. Well, if you, yeah, if you include the alien ones as well. Yeah, because what I was always under the impression, and where I got this from, I don't know, and I'm probably going to be completely wrong, but I was always under the impression that alien, the aliens were created by the predators because they wanted something decent to hunt. Yeah, that's oh, okay. what, well, that's what the film. I think that's what the film implies. But then that's kind of really random. That because. I think Prometheus like kind of rendered that not canon. Yeah, I don't. Anymore, I don't as think if we that, give a shit about canon and the alien. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Yeah, the AVP <laughs> movies aren't canon with the rest of the. No, well, they done Predators, which I actually thought wasn't too bad. I like Predators. Yeah, I did. Yeah, like yeah. yeah, Predators was 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 okay because I think it just went back to the original jungle. Yeah, 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 yeah I exactly. Mean to watch yeah. that, I just never get around to it. I don't know why. I just. It's you saw it. I've heard yeah. great. Yeah, I've heard it's yeah, decent. It's pretty good, it's pretty good Predator movie, but and I just keep thinking, oh, I need to watch that. And I just, uh, if I if I end up, you know, having a Predator, a hankering for Predator, I I go back to the Arnie one. So, mm. well, you never get tired of it. No, exactly. Like I say, I've seen it several times, and like you say, you don't because it's just it's just. <clears throat> It's just pure action, and it's dead simple, and there's nothing complicated in it, and there's no kind of love triangle and all this kind of stuff. It's just literally a bunch of guys versus a deadly alien. That's it. Yeah. You know, there's no there's no other hidden deep subtext or you know there's no political message in there or anything else. It is. Oh, just... there is now. <laughs> That's because people read too much into things. And then the predator at the end apologized, handed his weapon to the Native American. And went to hunt white people. No, yeah, I mean, I like I say, in this new the girl one, yeah. will end up becoming part of the tribe and leading them. I'm calling it now. Yeah, and no. I'm calling that it's a female predator. It would you take his mask off and have lipstick on or something. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> she has to defeat the tribe. That's my lashes. Blushes. She'll defeat. No, it, she has to defeat the toxic masculine predator. Um, I, I mean, With I don't know. I, mean, Aggie, How ironic. I was just going to say, Eggy made a point there that they look like women um, from the waist down. They do. Um, <laughs> their faces. With their fishnet stockings as well. <laughs> uh, but again, it's going to be one of those films that has unfortunately been written in 
the last few years. And so it's going to be woke. Obviously, yeah. yeah, it is. I mean, what what they've done is obviously they've realised that Arnold defeated the Predator in the first round by nothing more than the, his own wits and natural maimed weapons, masculine machine guns. Yeah, so they've obviously gone. Oh, we could do that. We could use a woman. But what they're missing the point, in fact, is it was what decades worth of military training. Yeah, that made and obviously, you know, his brute strength. I mean, he lifted up that massive bloody tree trunk yeah. that initially fell and killed the predator at the end anyway. So I don't know how this seven stone Indian girl is going to be able to do anything impressive. Well, you know, oh, I, 20, 20 years ago, you know, before all this nonsense, this political nonsense started, if they had said, they'd said, we're going to do something a little different. We're going to drop a predator into the 1700s or 1600s uh, and have them hunt some native Americans and see how they deal with it. I, I probably would have been, that's an interesting take. Mm. And now, you know, so I mean, like the con that's the problem with all this. It's like the, the concept, if you just go from the concept, it's not a bad idea. It really isn't. It's the, mm. but we know what is going to happen. We yeah. know how they're going to frame yeah. all this. And that's the part which gets me so irritated. It's like, you know, you might have an actual good concept here and you're going to ruin it because yeah. you can't get your present day politics out of it. Before we even start, before yeah. the movies even come and out, so so I'm I'm completely bitter against it. And I haven't even seen the stupid thing. The 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 dark the original Dark Horse comics, Alien versus Predator, comic. I've always said that was the perfect story for both. And the main character in that is a Japanese woman, and it it, it nothing about it. Are you like oh oh god? You know it they it's done so well. And they why they just haven't adapted that, which they kind of did with that first AVB. They ruined it, but it was in the comic. It's set in the same future world as Alien. Faithfully adapt anything, yeah, like yeah, a book or a it's, novel or a comic. They never really faithfully adapt. You just said there about a predator in World War One. That actually sounds interesting. Yeah, that was mm. a good story. It was a good you know? story. Yeah, because it was like Roman. Is, it was Roman <clears throat> no man's land and taken out. You know. The, the problem is, is, is obviously with No Man's Land and, and World War One, it would all be males. And so, obviously, they can't make that now. Well, unless they do a crossover with Wonder Woman, there's an idea. I might go and pitch that to them. Predator versus Wonder Woman in World it's War Warner Brothers, I'm sure they'll approve. <laughs> 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 um, so, yeah. So And then, but to go completely from the point then and moving on from... Uh, pray something which is not woke and it is something that gives us all in this modern day society that we're not going to have to sort of sit through that that whole pandering of femaleism is she hulk oh. <laughs> <laughs> um so the trailer came out this week you can see it on the last movie outpost uh, uh, um so what did we make of that is everybody excited yeah, I, it, it's just it. Oh, I don't know. It, I mean, the CGI is obviously the standout criticism. It just yeah. looks awful. If you watch the trailer, I yeah. took some screen. I took some screen grabs, and it's just it, the CGI looks like it's been done by some kid. I, I'm willing to. I'm willing to hold off on overt criticism of CGI because you know they're going to be tweaking that right up until it gets yeah. released. So, oh, it's more than tweaking, man. You'd be surprised how little or how much it would take to make something look better or worse. But uh, I, I'm kind of like, I'll, I'll wait, I'll wait for lipstick. the final product. And as far as the CGI goes, it's just, 
I don't know. I mean, I like She-Hulk as a character. I it's not that I wouldn't want to see a live action She-Hulk if it was I don't know. Like I love John Burns fourth wall thing that he did way back when before Deadpool was doing it. It was in a mainstream comic where he had a you know, a mainstream character that's clearly a part of the the universe but is breaking the fourth wall all the time. And that's that looks that idea was kind of fun to me. The original Shree Hulk, she was just kind of like girl Hulk, but she didn't lose her mind. So that is like, okay, well, you're not as interesting if you, because that's what makes Hulk interesting is that he's a, he's a monster that's misunderstood, right? He tends to do the right thing, but everybody's always after him, and he's always uh, like a little child out of control of his rage. She Hulk was always basically the same person whether she was Hulk or Jennifer Walters. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I think there's a lot to mine there. Again, the MCU, and just from what I saw, I mean, she's on Tinder, she's carrying off a guy, and I'm like, okay. They're not, you know. It's, you, I just, you can't get through your head what the writers... Obviously, there's a team of writers that somebody brings forward a story and then they all sit around the table. That there's there's a group of people somewhere who thought this was a good idea. Mm. And it got greenlit. <laughs> greenlit. There's a little Hulk joke there. There you go. <laughs> Has anyone um, seen any of the MCU shows, though? I've not watched any. Oh, I actually watched... Yeah, I, I, watched gave, them. I, I gave up on Hawkeye and I gave up on Moon Knight. Um, I think I gave up on Loki as well. Um, uh, I, didn't hate, I didn't hate Hawkeye. I disappointed in WandaVision's end, but yeah. at least they made they, they yeah. went full villain with her, so I kind of appreciate that. Loki was uh, in there. It, that's about the best I could say. Falcon and Winter Soldier was completely insufferable. Um, I mean, yeah. it was by far the worst of all of them. And... Hawkeye See, I the, was okay. It's kind the of whole okay. the whole opening of Loki when they had the Infinity Stones like hidden in a drawer or something kind of made the whole Thanos and Black Widow dying and everything else just completely pointless. You know? Yeah, I, you know, I so having read enough comic books in all my life because I'm a grown-up baby. Um they Nerd. yeah. Uh, they always have these big events and then in order to escalate, it's not uncommon for them to to pussify the last thing. Like it's not that big a deal anymore, or whatever. I don't. I mean, I think that's. I don't think that's like the MCU. Like they have a market on that. That's that's been in comics <laughs> forever because you got hundred years, 50, seventy-five years of comics. Sometimes I mean, it's they keep having to one up and one up and one up and. Yeah, I don't know how many more crises that uh, DC can <laughs> yeah. have, but I mean they they split and reformed and split and reformed the multiverse like seventy five times now, and it's like okay, whatever. <laughs> we haven't seen the we haven't seen the Flash yet, which is it looks like Ezra Miller's going to be replaced halfway through the film. <laughs> we shot a load of scenes with him, but then he's gone through the multiverse and he's come out as someone else. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if they're going to do like the crow where the guy died and they have to CG him for arrest. Not because he died, just because he's in jail. They can't get him to do any reshoots. The, the second half of the movie, the Flash was just running everywhere and you couldn't really see his face. It was, it was weird. He's running, <laughs> he's running because he dropped the soap in the shower. 
He drops that on purpose. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. He's running because somebody else drops some soap in the shower. <laughs> That's more like it. <laughs> Honest to God, that guy needs help. That guy needs so. I mean, nobody could be this out of it. I don't know if it's drugs. I don't know if he's got mental issues or what's going on with him. But his behavior <laughs> is beyond just a, a dick. He's his, He's bizarre. And I'm like, this can't, this, somebody's got to keep an eye on him. Something's going to happen. Fame, I think, affects people in different ways and how it's kind of thrust mm -hmm. upon them. Um, I mean, I've always sort of said about bands like, I mean, whether you like them or not, like, like you know, U2, for example, you know, they've been to the pubs and clubs and they've had bottles thrown at them and all this kind of stuff. And they've worked their way up to their fame and they seem to deal with it, apart from Bono, who's obviously batshit crazy, but <laughs> maybe it's not a bad, it's not a good example. Um, <clears throat> But then other people, like, um, what's his name, Justin Bieber, was sort of discovered on YouTube and suddenly became an international superstar. And again, he just went nuts. Because mm. you haven't earned that fame and fortune and everything else. You haven't you haven't been through all the sort of difficult stages that it takes to get up to there. But it's bands the, like Kit... Oh, go on. The, I'm sorry. It's the, the kind of personality that craves being famous. There's something yeah. already wrong with them. And yeah. so when they get that famous, just expo you know, it just comes out. It's exposed. You just I'm, see I'm more of therapy, man. <laughs> I'm working it out. Right? Not everything's about you. <laughs> oh, the best thing that, so you, did you see his last video? Where it's he's actually, good, it's actually a good. Himself. Yeah, it's actually a really good comeback to that. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> the best thing that can happen to Ace Media is someone give him a smack in the mouth. Yeah, That's bad. the best lesson in life that guy will ever receive. So, I yeah. think he's gotten them, and then he gets arrested, and he gets smacked around. He's not learning shit, so I don't know. Yeah. Maybe well, it's his fetish. I get Maybe what you're saying. Like, it's yeah. just, I don't know. Maybe that's not the way because then he becomes the victim. I think you mean they become the victim, actually. He's yeah. by, by Eddie, whatever it is. Sorry, I do apologize to Ezra if he's watching. They, if they are watching. Jesus. Yes. They are watching. From their George. prison cell in Hawaii, we, we're sorry. And the non-specific holding sale. Is he, is he out? Is he arranged? Is he. I don't know if he's come out, but he's definitely by. <laughs> hey oh. Yeah. No, I mean, you know, legally. Like, is he still incarcerated? I don't Somebody's got him locked up somewhere to keep him from hurting himself. We'll know as soon as he gets arrested again. <laughs> Next week. Yeah. Yeah. I've already got the article written. I've just got all changed the dates. <laughs> I can I can literally see or see him so ah. Back out into the Hawaii streets, and then he's arrested again. <laughs> Dude, it was like two minutes. Two minutes. <laughs> he walks out the door, stretches, kicks a dog, spits on an old woman. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, coming back to the Flash. Um, why we? Oh no, yeah, we to the Flash, and then back to She-Hulk. Um, <laughs> that's how we veered off. So yeah, with with She-Hulk then. So I mean, it's not out till August. So they there there may be time for them to fix some of the CG and stuff. But a lot of people, uh, the comments I read on Twitter and stuff have been quite amusing because people have been saying about how incredibly woke it is, and then people have been saying this was written in the 1980s originally, and it's kind of no, the character was created in the 1980s. This has been written now. Mm. Okay. So they, they haven't taken one of the old comics and brought that to life. They've they've written this now for today's audience. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I just I look at like like the, the you know like even if we say because you say is it woke 
Probably. I, I'm I'm not seeing like one particular thing that's amazingly woke, but it's like just the dialogue is just bizarre. Like when she says, Oh, we're I'm a woman, we're pretty much always angry and scared. Yeah. It's like, really? Is that what women are? I feel like they're more than that. And then she's like, uh, oh, uh, superheroes are only for uh, billionaires and orphans, grown-up yeah. orphans. Yeah. I like who, who talks like who that. Who is she talking about? Yeah, and who, who is she talking about? Really, because you know you've got like um, quite a few of the characters who don't fit that criteria. Captain Captain America, for starters. You know, I mean, well, okay, maybe he's an orphan, but I mean, you know, he's not. It, it just yeah, none of it I mean, makes you think sense. of orphans, you're thinking of like little girls with red hair and a brown dog next to him, you know, with no pupils. It's it's not grown up, you know, adults. We don't call adults orphans in general. I don't know. No. I, I mean again Spider Man Eggie and I Yeah, Eggie and I talked about this a little bit. It's like this this dialogue that's supposed to sound clever, but if you put any thought into it all, it's just it doesn't make it makes zero sense. It's clever for Twitter. Yeah, it's Twitter. It's Twitter dialogue. He's, I was going to make a point then. I completely forgot what it was. I knew I was going to do that. I've got a head like a... Um, well, I got one, oh, I got one news, news yeah, no, go bit. On. I'm curious of what your guys' reaction was. Did you hear about Netflix basically laying off all their yeah. troublemakers? Yeah. I'll be, yeah. I'll be nice. Troublemakers. Yes. Yeah, that was quite interesting, wasn't it? I think a story is going to be probably popping up in the next week or so. But, but yeah, basically, um, Netflix have been... Obviously, they've had the whole issue with Dave Chappelle, who has been making hilarious comedy, uh, as it used to be known. Um, <clears throat> but then there have been people that have been kicking off stink about it and saying about how homophobic and transphobic and every other kind of phobic he is. And with it, the some of the staff have actually been... Uh, quite vocal about it, but it turns out that that may not be good for them. Well, I mean, money yeah. ends up talking, doesn't it? And their stock mm. price tanked like a son of a gun, and they've lost all these IPs, and Dave Chappelle is one of their big draws. So, you know, either we get rid of Dave Chappelle, and we end up not being a streaming service anymore, or we get rid <laughs> of these, these people. They're not doing anything for anybody, or especially for Netflix. I mean, when you think well, when you think about it as well, I can't imagine that the, let's say, the troublemakers, uh, it's literally going to be a handful of people. You know, literally, sort of. You know, in in why why why, why do you shake your head at that, Yoda? No, no, I I agree. Oh, right. I agree. Yeah. It's, just, it's, 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 go on, Eggie. Sorry, I, I thought it was like over one hundred and fifty people that had been told. Yeah, to, one, like one people. Yeah, but I mean, how many people work for Netflix? You know, it just what I mean is, is a handful. I mean, you've got what thousands of people that probably work for Netflix. So I mean, it's literally a handful, and it's not like they fired them. They've literally kind of said to them, "If you don't like this and you don't like the policies, there's the door." Mm. You know, so it's it's kind of you know, if you want to stick to your principles and you fight for for all these you know different people and everything else, then you stand by your guns and you walk out the door and get another job. And yeah. I, I do then wonder how many people have gone. Wow, yeah, Jade Dave Chappelle does make a point about the trans and stuff. Yeah, doesn't he? Um, you know, <laughs> sort of like, and, you know, yeah, just have to up agree with you. Could say Dave Chappelle's a piece, but he's bringing in the money, and so I have to. This is my job, you know. Yeah. Mm. And and that's you know, if you don't, I think what Netflix says, like you know, if you if if you don't agree with what we're putting on here and you can't handle it, then this is not a place for you to work. Seems fair <laughs> to me. 
in kind of every job that in every avenue of business is a job that you some part of it you don't like you know and and yet you still have to do it and so it's kind of the same principle here i suppose that like you say you may not like dave De chappelle's jokes but that's kind of if you're working for netflix it's kind of tough you just have to suck it up well it used to yeah. be it used to be george carlin would say you know if you don't like it turn it off that was the, the, yeah. was the thing you don't like it turn it off you don't have to watch it nobody's forcing you to watch it now it's like i won't watch it and i will make sure nobody else can watch it either yeah that to me is the stuff i i was speaking out against you know the the, the churches back in the day yeah yeah i'm like why He's... why are you following that did you learn no lessons from that yeah, it's completely for for somebody to be offended by something is is one thing, and like you say, if you're offended by it, then then be offended. It doesn't mean you have to stop other people enjoying it if they find it funny or entertaining. It's completely and utterly unfair that people nowadays. It just seems to be that people are cancelled or fired, or or whatever it is, just because somebody shouts, "Oh, I'm offended," and it is kind oh, of oh, maybe not anymore. Exactly. Maybe Hopefully, not. I mean, this, maybe this, this is a turnaround. Will, yeah, maybe the maybe the bubble is starting to slowly burst on this. Do you guys? I think it's quickly bursting, mate. I think a lot's happening really quickly. I agree. Do you guys think oh. that this will save Netflix long term, though? No. No. Mm, it's the content. It's the, there's nothing on there to watch. You sometimes sit. Yeah. You put it's it like on it. and you're like, what? I watch that Love, Death, and Robots. That's about the only thing I've watched on it for weeks. Yes, yeah, I watch that too, I... and I watch Cobra Kai. And then no, maybe I'll, like Dave Chappelle's last one wasn't good. It wasn't nearly as good as Sticks and Stones. So, Stranger no. Things. You got I Black Mirror on there now as well. Um, I don't know. There's a there's they've got some decent stuff on there. Um, I would say. So I'm just long. Trying to think I mean, when's the last Black Mirror? Season? No, there's another one. Do you answer? It's been a while. I know. I know COVID. I know, I know, I know. I know COVID spread these things out. But just as a just as a FYI, I wanted you guys to know that we've hit twenty five people viewing us. Holy crap! Oh, hello. Wow. Hello. So hello, what were we, what were you saying about being famous? <laughs> Let me go put what on my gold Rolex. I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> this is yours, the wrong fruit says, basket in my trailer. Yours says Rolex. Mine says Rolex. Rolex. <laughs> I want I want a bowl of M Ms, but only red. <laughs> <laughs> get me those plaid m&ms now but they don't ex i said now um i was just curious i don't want to i don't want to go on and on about that i was just curious that what netflix's future is in general because they seem like they don't have any real ips i i think they're they're doing a course correction i just don't know if it's quick enough the i think the problem is is netflix had literally sort of 100 percent of the streaming services for a time mm -hmm. and now you have got so many other companies that are producing stuff i mean disney plus you know say what you will about them they are producing a hell of a lot of stuff mm -hmm. uh, which is in competition with it and so i think at first they were sort of sitting back and sort of saying Haha, look at all this money we're raking in and now they are thinking to themselves what can we do to make sure the business keeps going and we keep subscribers up that it wasn't it, it quite recently in the last quarter that they said it's the first time they've not they've lost subscribers you know that they've not two hundred thousand yeah or something and I mean, have to remember, people are tightening the belts as well, though, George. Yeah. It's not just that's the true. stuff. It's, the economy is killing them, too. Yeah, that's another. Yeah, Disney Plus lost subscribers. Now, I don't know how much of that is the whole Florida thing or 
I mean, are people getting burnt out on, on MCU, um, Star Wars, yeah, all that kind yeah. of stuff? I mean, they, they've got kind of like these big IPs, but they don't seem to know what to do with them. And they're ticking off all the hardcore fans, so those guys are leaving. I canceled my Disney Plus. And yeah, me too. I don't, I don't know. It's again, it's going to be an interesting next 12 months to see what happens. I mean, like we said, just sort of said, like with Disney Plus, they've got it next week, isn't it? It's going to be the new Obi Wan show. And again, yep. it's going to be interesting to see what they've done with that and have they kept going with the woke? Have they kept just trying to f- supplicate the fans? I mean, all the, all the um, stuff I've seen about it. George, is- wait, 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 George. I just want to let Kurt J52 in the chat know that Joe Biden got completely 100% legitimate 81 million votes. Most popular president in history. <laughs> he's, he's, trying, he's trying to uh, imply something that's disinformation. We, we disavow that. Because disavow. The guy's over there with a gun next to us going, keep talking. Don't <laughs> yeah. so mention 2,000 mules. There's not yeah. here. I don't even know who Joe Biden is. So. <laughs> good, good, good move. <laughs> I wish I did it. I'm 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 proud of I'm proud of Boris. So, wait, no, I'm not. <laughs> He's still voting for Margaret Thatcher. He said, <laughs> yeah, "God on, damn it, George! This is the stuff we were supposed to start talking about." Yeah, we've seen it. Indeed. So, back on to uh, what were we talking about now? Um, well, you're talking about Kenobi. Yeah. So all I've seen for the press stuff is for Kenobi is Hayden Christensen's back, and it's got Ewan McGregor in it, and it's kind of. I keep thinking that they keep focusing on these two particular actors and nobody's sort of saying, oh, the story's really good, though, and everything else. It's literally just, yeah, but Obi-Wan, you love Obi-Wan. Ewan McGregor, he's great. You love Obi- you, you love Ewan McGregor. And it's kind of, yeah, I, I do like Ewan McGregor, but I, I would like to see a good show. Well, yeah, but Ewan McGregor's in it, you know? And I just, I didn't, um, yeah, I'm, a, I'm already worried. I'm, I'm not um, expecting much. Ewan McGregor's in the... Bad things. Yeah, I was gonna say Uma McGregor was in that uh, Harley Quinn Birds of Prey movie. It didn't exactly help it. I was trying yeah. to think. I was sitting here trying to think of a movie that he was in that I actually could say like, "Oh, I really like that movie." I can't. Mm. Oh man, Trainspotting's great. Oh yeah, Trainspotting. That's a classic. You see his real lightsaber in it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, I was, the, I was at the pub last night, and I was with about. a it was probably about nearly a dozen of us, and everyone was just talking about Kenobi for about an hour. Ugh. That's sad. So we, well, I you said are a him, bunch of sad fucks. Even I think you're sitting about talking. <laughs> I was saying, don't get too excited. No, but I mean, like, honestly, there is nothing exciting about that show. I will try it, but there yeah, is I just will. zero about it. I mean, it might. I keep, I keep living in this horrible, like, bubble where I keep thinking to myself, it might actually be good. It, you know, it, it might actually be good. And it's kind of like I've been hurt so many times before that, that I just don't go in with anything too strong. Train Spine 2, that's another good one. Because, um, yeah, again, that, that, was, that was a decent sequel. Uh, I need to, to watch other. that one. I keep putting it on my list. I keep miss. Same with Predators, you know, it's just... Yeah, we all have those list of movies that we say, I got to watch this, and you just never get around <laughs> to it. <laughs> mm. uh, 
So, okay. <laughs> the net spotting just runs at a loop in English pubs. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> that's why it's that's why it's so good. I thought it was I thought it was 1964 Zulu that played nonstop. <laughs> Do you want to see my impression of Michael Caine in Zulu? Yes, please. Oi, oi stop chucking them bloody spears. <laughs> well it done. Like, it was it's like, like had the film on. <laughs> And uh, just, just by the way, Magic, they're Scottish pubs, not English. What's yes. the difference? What's oh, the di- a lot. A lot. Oh, oh sorry. Let's not go there. What are you trying to do, Sean? What are you trying to start? I just would not appreciate In train spotting, when it says the worst toilet in Scotland, that's just a regular toilet in England. <laughs> <laughs> Well, this guy's going to paint half his face blue, start screaming at you. What? Don't do that, man. Um, if you've never seen Zulu uh, XCR Gaming, it's it's worth a watch. It is very it's good. A great, it's a great movie. It's a great movie. It's a classic. George, George likes it because a lot of black people in the, get killed. <laughs> oh, I guess so. <laughs> Got 30 okay. viewers here. Best behavior. Best behavior, guys. Oh, yeah. Let's, <laughs> let's, let's get on to our main theme then of talking about everything everywhere all at once. So, billions of years ago, the, uh, the universe was created. <laughs> no, sorry. We're going to be talking about the movie Everything Everywhere All at Once, produced by A24, which is a company that I am a huge fan of. They have just broken box office records, and it is now the biggest box office movie. Uh, that A24 had produced. Uh, oh, really? Which is, I didn't know that. It's just literally, it was only, I think the news only came on today, but it's the biggest movie they've produced. It stars Michelle Woe, uh, Yo, even. Oh, bloody hell. Whoa. Disavow. <laughs> Disavow Michelle, Um, I can't remember his name, but Short Round from um, K- Indiana Jones. K. K- Hugh Kwan. There we go. Um, as well as James Hong and... Well, Jamie Lee Curtis, brain fart there. Uh, the movie is directed by, I, I just remember them as the Daniels and the same guys who directed Swiss Army Man, which is, again, I think... A I like brilliant. that one, yeah. It's a very, very good film if you haven't had the chance to see it. This movie, I mean, who wants to try and sum it up? <laughs> I've already done a whole thing on it, so I did my best to try if to you explain it. Channel, you can see Yoda trying to explain it. Um I mean, the main crux of the movie is uh, an Asian immigrant family working a laundromat in America and they need to just sort of pay their taxes and, and live their lives. But it turns out the mother, uh, Evelyn, is the key to a multiverse and it's to even, everyone in it. Gonna hit, it's going to be hard not to spoil it, so you might as well talk spoilers about it. You can't really describe the plot at all without kind of spoiling them. No, no, you can't really describe the plot at all. That's true, too. (laughs) Um, I mean, I I saw the trailer, and I was quite looking forward to it. Um, Thank you. Is it Sakura, who's just said an amazing movie? I was the same. When I watched it, I was, I mean, properly blown away at what I watched. There is a movie which is incredibly well done. It's a very good story. Michelle Yeoh carries the film so well as a character that you follow her through it's uh, i i was i was blown away i kind of said it's 
it's probably going to be my top movie of 2022 unless something pretty spectacular comes out later in the year because uh, I just I absolutely loved it. I've only seen it the once, but I need to see it again because I took so many so much away from it. Now, let's start with Yoda because now you agreed with me, didn't you? I I said it was hands down the best movie of 2022, and I think it's probably the best movie I've seen in five years. Mm, I can't no think shit. of no shit. I in I am just absolutely. I was I was watching it like I've watched fight scenes and that kind of thing before, but I was literally laughing or or reacting surprised at some of the things that were happening in this movie. And when they say everything everywhere all at once, it's not just, you know, the idea of multiverses and things like that. It's like you pick the tone and it's there. If you want farcical, funny it's there. If you want drama, it's there. If you want science fiction, it's there. If you want, you know, indie, you know, old school, all the things that I mentioned that were in the movie. If you want Ratatouille, if you want, it's in there. If you want hot dogs for fingers. If you want hot dogs for fingers. <laughs> but how this thing is not a complete and utter mess, and not only is it not a mess, it is actually superb mm. in how I've I mean, I, I was having I was having emotions. It was wonderful. <laughs> I was feeling things, and uh, it was Ew. it was so well done. Yeah. <laughs> um, I I just I couldn't get over how much I was enjoy. I like I figured okay, I'm gonna start this, see how it is. You know, probably another. And I couldn't stop watching. I just could not stop watching it. Mm. It was. Did you it cry was that a little? Good. Did you? I squared a tear here and there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, not gonna, I'm not gonna lie. I I really was just was just fully invested in all these characters. And yes, Michelle Yeoh did a fantastic job, but she was always her, even though she was in these different areas. She was always that Evelyn. Evelyn. Whereas yeah. I think we we're not giving enough credit to Quan because he had to play all these different characters. Like yeah. it was him, but it was a different hymns, right? And he had to switch it on and off from kind of the befuddled husband to. The, I love those little transformations those he would transformations, go through as well, or when he's in the glasses that he had never gotten together with her, and yet at his core, he's always this really decent, optimistic guy. But yeah. he's the he, he's the real hero of the movie. In some I ways, he it. is. Yeah, I, I agree. He is. And it's it's pretty amazing how they make it all come together. And you get all the symbolism of a mother and a daughter, you know, trying to reconcile through all the crazy, you know, giant bagel. Everything in the world is on a bagel thing. <laughs> but you also just have them in this one universe just trying to deal with their problems alongside mm. it. How it all works, I don't know, but it all works. I cannot recommend this movie enough. Okay, so, Sean, we got talking about it briefly the other day, but, I mean, what was your take on it? I, I thought it was a three out of five movie. Uh, oh, do you want to turn him off then, Yoda? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's, always somebody, there's, always, there's always people that are wrong. You just have to deal with them, George. You gotta... it, it, is, it is very creative. It's technically well done. I think, you know, I I had some kind of, I won't say problems with it, but see, now I wish I hadn't said all that stuff about it and ruined it earlier. Now I don't remember what I said, but uh, I think that uh, 
short round is the actual hero of the movie. He, yeah. He's more compelling to me than anything that goes on between the mother and the daughter. Um, I don't think, I, I don't know. It, it was like somebody watched Rick and Morty and said, Oh man, we got to do this. We got to do this. So there was a lot of, and they didn't quite take it far enough to either to me. Like it, they could have done it. They should have done it. Like if they're going to rip off Rick and Morty, they should have took it all the way, you know, like absurdity. <laughs> And then we get this focus of like, oh, it's, you know, daddy didn't, he let me go, but I'm mad. And, oh, I, I don't know. It was very. But that was kind of only, that was only kind of one universe that that happened in, whereas other universes, she obviously went on to be successful because she listened to her dad. Yeah. But the main, uh, you know, the main Evelyn, the main, yeah, the main story. Also, her dad is a, a Mecca, which is also cool. Oh yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, at one point, yeah. Low pain. I mean, he is low pain. <laughs> yeah. But uh, now I've lost my train of thought. I... Sorry, no, that's my fault. You were basically saying about how um, it was about the mother and the daughter dealing with each other, and then the mother and the father are dealing. You know, the mum and the dad yeah. dealing with themselves. Yeah, I thought that the two, the mother and daughter, are very selfish, and the you know, it. I thought it was a little bit of a cliched. You know, the daughter, oh, I'm gay and, and, you know, grandpa won't accept me and I, woe is me. I can't find myself. So I'm going to act like all Zoomer doomers and destroy the entire unit. Spoilers. <laughs> With a giant yeah, eagle. <laughs> yeah. Just, listen, it's not, the movie's very original. It's, it, there, I'll put it, here's, I can sum it up in one sentence. Very, it's very original. I can't follow anything about it being, really being made but there was a few times in it i kind of caught myself kind of wanting to like 1.5 times through some scenes to get it going and that's not a good sign for me you know yeah. i was yeah. like i was tempted because i was like come on come on uh the fight scenes i thought i was sold on it as a from the trailer like oh look at all this it's gonna have this crazy kung right fu sighting, but we're gonna have all this stuff and it didn't really deliver on that there was a very little bit of that uh, there was some great I, comedy. I must admit, I was a little disappointed with the with the lack of kung fu. There was yeah. a one great scene with the bum bag, or fanny yeah. pack as you guys call it. Um, but I mean, apart from that, the, I thought there was going to be more of Michelle Yeoh doing a bit yeah. more of the kung fu. Yeah, you got like one of she the. She did premier... rip out to do the dildos out of those two guys' asses. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you got the, the the you know probably one of the world's premier female kung fu actresses, and we get almost nothing from that. You know. Mm. And I don't know, man. And it was, I don't know. I'm, I'm very mixed on it. I think it, you know, is a, to me, personally, it's a, it was a three out of five. I don't. It's not the best movie year. It would not even at this point in the year, it would not even make my top five list at all. Fair enough. I mean, like I say, for me, the originality of it was. Uh, I, I said it was kind of the most original thing I, I'd seen since The Matrix. I can't think of anything that I'd seen that was that creative. But it's, it's a mashup of several. But it's not really. It's a it's a Tarantino chop suey kind of. You know, like there's a lot of ideals in it from other, the Rick and Morty stuff. There is Matrix stuff in it. There's there's even like Marvel. It's not that original. They just blended some stuff together in an entertaining way. I mean, I suppose, like I say, I mean, where where we are in the world creatively, it is difficult not to then compare it with stuff. But like I say, I, I found I couldn't compare it to anything um, at all. And then, so, and then scraping the bottom of the barrel, Eggie. Um, 
You you said you gave it two out of five stars. No, I said three and a half. I think that was just my fat fingers before you read oh. it before I could edit it. All right. <laughs> I'm pretty much I'm I'm pretty much with Sean on this. I just thought it was a bit of a it was fun, it was enjoyable, it was very original in parts. Yeah. I just, I just towards the end of it, I was like, "This is just getting a bit too much now." It got monotonous towards the end, didn't it? I thought. Yeah, I was just like, I, again, I, if I'm watching a film and I feel an urge to pick my phone up, then I know I'm on a loser. And I just towards the last, I don't know, maybe half an hour, I was just like, uh, "Well, okay, see where this is going." I wanted to love it because I thought the trailer looked fantastic. Same. And the first, the first hour. I was laughing my head off. I thought, "Wow, this is this is pretty special. This is good." And then it just it just painted off. And just when I was watching it, I felt like it was like a group of a group of friends had got together at a pub and got pissed up and gone, "Oh, it wouldn't be fun if we did this." And they've just tried and put it all. <laughs> in. The tonal but, shifts are rough. I'll give you that, but it's I like it because of that. And so either yeah. you like that kind of tonal shift if they work. Pretty rare that they that they work, and I thought they worked in this one. Do you know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of very similar to um, the Fifth Element, where it was just a little bit crazy. Mm. That is a good. Yeah, yeah I see. Yeah, that. yeah, no, yeah, that's. Yeah, I I, I stand partly correctly <laughs> with that. That, like I say, the creativity of the Fifth Element was 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 good because it was so original and it was so mm. out there and there was so many different like you say tones and, and everything to it and like i say that's what i got from this like yoda said that i think that the way the directors had put it together that you i just found that the story was so compelling that you wanted to see where it was going to end up it was great i, I was I know, I'd lost interest yeah I, and I just kept thinking like i want i would have rather followed that story from the point of view of uh, short round, I mean, he he like we like I said, he says some of the most deepest, you know, stuff in the movie. He's got the best lines in the movie that apply to life. Well, yeah, but he's the guy that's got things figured out. I mean, he's not he's not the guy that needs an arc as much because he's got well, he's really got life figured out. I mean, I kind of liked like Evelyn. You said, "Oh, mommy doesn't accept me." It's like, yeah, I accept you, but I'm still going to criticize you on all this, 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 this. She, you know, she wasn't going to give up telling her daughter that when she sees things wrong, she's going to tell her, which I yeah. really appreciated there at the end. Like she's yeah. like, okay, I don't like this. You need to cut your hair and everything, but we're all a family. And that's what we do. We all bitch at each other, but we all love each other. And I'm like, going, yeah, that's, that's more honest to me than a weepy. I, I accept you for everything. And I'll never criticize again. Yeah. Horse shit. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Again, that's kind of one of the things of, I mean, I don't want to say like romantic comedies and stuff like that, but you do get certain movies where you know what is going to happen at the end. Whereas, and like Wait I said, minute, the there, fam- was, there, there was no doubt about how that movie was going to end. I, 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 really? I disagree. I didn't, I didn't know yeah. how it was going to go for real. I yeah. Guys, I, 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 I genuinely didn't know if she was going to end up in the bagel or not or, or whatever. Uh, <laughs> if you, if you haven't <laughs> seen it, it didn't <laughs> end in the same universe. It started yeah it, was, yeah, it was, yeah, it was obvious where it was going. It the 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 Evelyn we started out with is not quite the Evelyn we ended up with. And also the the fact well, that with I like the fact that she she introduced like everybody who was attacking her at the end. She fixed their problems. That was a that nice little touch. Yeah, that was yeah. Nice. yeah, that was all right. I I'll mean, I'm not that. saying that the movie touch. was dog shit. I'm just saying 
It's not. But you hated it. Yeah, that's fine. No, I, I mean, I, I did not regret my time spent watching it. But there was times I was wanting to be like Eggy. I was like, wanted to pick up the phone. or was like, okay, come on, let's let's go here, you know. I, I can see people having trouble with this because it's definitely not a... It's it's not a regular movie, and it it's it's narrative and its tonal shifts are all over the board. I mean, the original character you start out with, I mean, maybe her mind is in the new one, and then but she's like one universe over the the Evelyn that did go to the to the IRS, the Evelyn that didn't, the Evelyn that didn't is the one we end up with, fixing all mm. her problems. I, I don't know. I just like all the weird. Like he eats a chapstick and he becomes super kung fu guy just weird <laughs> shit i love that stuff yeah. and then i love it's um, when you saw it's when you saw the awards on jamie lee curtis's desk yeah knew, no, i mean that was that you knew was, the, 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 the fight to keep happen? something out of a guy's butt you know i mean this is bizarre and i'm like okay this is great this is amazing i'm in <laughs> It's when he jumped, when he jumped through the air and landed on it. He yeah. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah. Up. Like, oh. it was, no, it, uh, to me, it was the bit where they're both fighting. They're blurring the one guy out who's got no trousers on. And then they're yeah. both going through and she just sort of manages to grab them both at the same yeah, time. Yeah, takes it away their just, power by yanking their yeah. butt plugs out. I'm like, oh, what is, what am I seeing here? I have no idea. I love it. <laughs> I mean, we haven't even mentioned the raccoon yet. Oh, God. The raccoon. Yeah. Oh, See, yeah. that's another, that's a talking raccoon. Where, where have we seen that before? Nothing it was Ratatouille. It. That was yeah, Ratatouille. Or, or uh, Guardians or of the Guardians. Uh, yeah. So I, mean, that was, I was just thinking like, Yoda. Seriously, come on. <laughs> it's, it, yeah. It, it just, it's a, like I said, it's a really interesting mashup, but it's nothing in it is really that original. And I'm not saying that to shit. I'm just saying it's not this, oh my God, there's never been anything like it. You know, it's, it's fine. <laughs> But it's like a, most of the ideals and some of that crazy stuff. There's a lot of Rick and Morty there. It was a raccoon that was totally original. Well, yeah, no, I, I think <laughs> Mark Hamill, like way back in the day, went before we had all the prequels and everything. It was, I think, just after a 20th anniversary when the special editions come out. Of course, everybody's getting interviewed. And he said, and I think quite rightly, it's like it, you know, when Star Wars came out in 1977, it's like, yeah, we'd seen that before, but not like that. I feel yes. like that that describes this movie. Yeah, we've seen a lot of this before, but not like this. Um, I've, I've never seen a story so complicated to explain, but simple to understand before like that. You yeah. know, the Matrix was kind of on that, you know, that we are living in as batteries. And, and you know, it was a really complex story. But the this, the, the story, like I say, I can't explain it. You know, you can only literally explain the beginning part and say it's about the multiverse. But then when you watch the film, it just makes so much sense that every decision you make in life leads you somewhere. Quantum Leap. I don't remember <laughs> Sam Beckett shoving things up his butt. I didn't know. Yeah, in the new one, he will. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know what he did. Um, <laughs> um, the, it's funny, Eggie said about um, Short Round being the main sort of star of it. There Sean was the one that. line. Yeah, sorry, Sean. The one line that I did really like is when he is uh, with the, I think it's the singer, Evelyn, mm -hmm. and he's in the suit and he says, in another life I'd have just been happy, you know, doing laundry with you and paying taxes. Mm -hmm. And again, it was... But he wasn't. 
Because he was going to divorce her. That's it. I mean, that's the kind of stuff you start peeling away. It's like, but, but what he, he, he wasn't going to really, He wasn't going to divorce her. He just thought that would spur her to to listen to him. He he, yeah. he says in the movie that he didn't really intend to do it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, well, I mean, if you're going as far as have legal paperwork drawn up, you're you're not just. He explained that in the movie. Yeah, you, I know, I know, that. I know. He did. I I agree. I I'm not I'm not saying. I'm just saying that. I, that's what I love about it. Okay, so we're arguing about this point. You know, mm. I'm not. I'm not saying you're wrong or I'm wrong. I'm saying that it's. That's what I like about this movie is that we can argue about these kinds of points, and you can see all these things from different points of view. Everything, everywhere, all at once. And I, uh, funny enough, somebody said on the comments on the last movie outpost because I wrote the review for it, and somebody said that he didn't like the fact. Um, about how, like Sean said, about it was the mother and the the mother and the daughter so much and everything else. But I took away from it. I didn't. I, I saw that, but I, I took away from it how accepting the family has got to be of each other. That if you know you raise a kid and it decides to you know you want it to be a doctor, but it wants to be an engineer or whatever. Obviously, you've got to accept that. That's what being part of family is. And so, for me, watching this, I kept thinking that. Everybody who watches this film is going to see something different from it. And I mean, how many other movies can you say that about? You know, that, that you know, when you've seen a film, you know, most people are sort of like, oh, you know, I went to see Alien and I was very scared all the way through it and it was great. Whereas nobody sort of came out of it and going, yeah, but I was kind of on the side of the alien. <laughs> you know, <laughs> these humans were horrible <laughs> and that kind of thing. Whereas this kind of film, it, it it's going to provoke... Uh, a response from everybody in in different in different ways in different lights. So I guess the Rise of Skywalker was a success, based oh. on the amount of discussion about it. Completely different. I was just real strong, I just thought the film was a bit. I mean, but this was this what was, was the, what was the story of the film though? Because to me, it was just like be content with what you've got. It doesn't matter how shitty it was. <laughs> kind of, yeah. That's, that was it. It's like uh, the whole I mean, point was the happy, content with his family life I, and his family. I saw it. I saw it a little differently than that. I mean, <laughs> yes, yes, you you should be content. You've made your bed. You've made your choices in life, and you should. You know, these are what you have, but that doesn't mean you shouldn't work to make what you have the best it can be. You made your choice to be with your husband. Now, stop bitching about it and make, you know, make this marriage good because he's a good guy. And you could, you know, you could make it a lot better for yourself. You know what I'm saying? and yeah, don't just leave be... him. Don't just leave him because you're bitching about your laundry bad, I guess. Well, the, and the wife and the daughter were so wound up in their own, you know, their own little yeah. thing that they couldn't even take, like, she couldn't even understand her husband, the fact that he acts, you know, happy-go-lucky all the time because, you know, that's his coping mechanism, basically. But she just blew everything off, you know, both of them, the mother, daughter, both. They just so centered their own little, you know, internal world. They They had... Well, that was the whole thing, you know. But then again, she then started to see things from the different perspectives, and so because of that, was able to open up and understand different things from the fact that, I mean, 
uh, I, we were talking about it just sort of a second ago, but with the whole fact of with the decisions that you make, you can often think back to them and think, oh, I'd wish I'd done that. I wish I'd done that. And hindsight is a wonderful thing, but it kind of doesn't change anything. Mm-hmm. Hindsight, you've just got to accept the choices that you've made in life and move forward from them. Yeah, but then also there's nothing wrong with wanting something else or something a little bit better. They, I mean, they've got a failing business. Yeah, the daughter's a lesbian who's moaning that she's fat as well. She's moaning that her granddad, she's on edge about telling her granddad that she's gay. And it's like at the end of it, after everything that she could do and achieve by going to different universes, it's just like, yeah, well, he's not really that bad anyway. <laughs> yeah, that really is, because he, so like, he was so the what's... same guy. He was a, yeah. in the, yeah. He, like, he didn't have access. He was just the main universe guy that he, through the whole thing, as far as he knew, you know, these it be boring. I, I, ju- I just didn't see them. I saw them approach, you know, first of all, you know, everybody has different lives and different universes. They made their choices. So, you know, you're probably living that life because I think she still has the ability to see into all the universes. But be that as it may, it's like this is the universe where I have made these certain choices. And instead of bitching about it, why don't I do the what I can to make them better and to make them better for the people in my life? Because what's what you know? If you say, "Well, we're just going to do that," it's like, okay, then what's what's their next choice then? Just sell it, leave each other. What what what's the mm. solution to that? You know, I I like the I don't know. It's not always so cut and dry. It's like you know, stay or quit, right? Sometimes it's like stay but make things better. Stay but quit making the wrong decisions. Quit but stay with this and that. You know, I mean, it's it. Life isn't that. Simplistic. Black and, and white. We, we, didn't, yeah. we didn't get out of it though. We just got <clears throat> we got the fact that it was just like, well, okay, we're back to the IRS and try and work things out again. But, I know but, she with, a, but with a new attitude and a new yeah. take on life. Uh, and even just, even the IRS lady it, had a better take on life when it was all said and done. It wasn't coming at them. So that's because sausage fingers fell in love with her. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love the fact as well that it the way it was played out so I don't want to say serious, but I mean the moments that they had. The bit that killed me was near the end where he's in the the hot dog fingers universe. They were playing the piano and um somebody said that the the fact that um she had uh Jamie Curtis yeah had her wrist in um in a, a wrist lock or whatever it was or you know um a some brace. Kind of pad. It's cut, brace. It's cut a brace. brace yeah brace sorry I'm let me help you was... out with the English language a little here. It's late here, all right? Well, it's not, but um, <laughs> that's my excuse. But yeah, and yeah, in the hot dog universe, it was her foot that was in the brace. But the the bit that got me was oh, when yeah, that's right, I forgot the bit. That. The bit that got me was when she said we had to use our feet for different things, and Jamie Lee Curtis is there, and the foot comes up and just strokes her face. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was it was it was brilliantly timed comedy to just to sort of relieve that tension of 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 sort of the stress really that Evelyn's going through because you know she's got a failing business she's got to pay her taxes and then all of a sudden she is the center of a massive universe which needs saving for 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 everybody to survive I honestly George I don't think that Eggy and Sean's take on this is is necessarily wrong I think that's why I like this movie so much because I can understand them having that yeah that final take on it. I don't think that it's a, it's a, 
incorrect take. I just, I disagree that I took a different take, but that's why I think this is a really, really good movie because I think you can see these different things. And I think it's rewatchable too. I'm definitely going to give it another watch. And Oh, me too. I, I think when you know what's it. coming, you might be able to see things a little bit differently. Well, I honestly, I was going through this, go, what the hell is happening? Here? I really I'm, did not know in a lot of ways. I'm sure, I'm sure I read a review somewhere that it said that the movie is much more appealing to intelligent people. I was going to try and do that with a straight face, and it didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> then why do, you, why do you like it then? Ooh, that's exactly my point. You can listen to my accent and understand that I can speak. I, 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 I'm quite intelligent. <laughs> Go on, Listen, it wasn't it wasn't a bad movie. I did enjoy it. I just it just petered off. I think I would have enjoyed it more if there was a happier ending where maybe it skipped a year in front and the business was booming and I was a little bit more happy and you know, yeah, a nice I little round off like that. Rather than just going would... back to the RS. No, that's fair enough. Yeah, I think that's where you and I are different. I just didn't see it as an unhappy ending. But Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, that's I just, just thought it was, oh well, back back to where they started then. Just everyone yeah. smiling. But, wasn't but unhappy like, ending, but it really I don't feel they made that much progress, honestly. No. I'm the, pretty sure. The two Evelyn women did. didn't anyway. Life is like that. Progress is made in baby steps, not giant epic moments. I think that well, yeah, but they made very incremental progress. That's that, that, yeah, exactly. That's I think that I, I submit that the father is the real is the actual hero of the movie. He's the best person in the movie, but yeah. he's not the, no, he's he's not the, the hero's that, journey guy. He's the one that's been holding it all together. That, that's he's what I mean. He's the best guy in the movie, but he doesn't have much. He doesn't really have an arc per se, a little one, but not like what Evelyn has. I don't know. I don't agree, but that's okay. I, I can't. Uh, I will say it, it makes Doctor Strange a hell of a lot worse. I'm still not <laughs> saying that. That that is true. Um, when when you think of how Doctor Strange tried to embrace the multiverse, and it just it it kind of it skimmed across it. But I think I said in my review that everything, everywhere, all at once takes the multiverse, embraces it, marries it, and has children with it. <laughs> you know, I mean, it just it took what could what could have happened in Doctor Strange. Uh, I saw another review online about it, and they were saying about how. The, the little montage moment in Doctor Strange where they go through these multiverses, you're kind of saying, no, wait, stop on that one because I want to see what that one's all about. And it didn't do that. It literally uh, just jumped I hate, universes. I hate that when they give you a glimpse of something that you know they're never going to revisit again, but it ha it has so much possibility. Yeah. And it fires off the imagination, and you know it was like, well, that's too good. They're never going to touch on that again. Yeah. And, and so, like um, Yoda's just said, the fact that they embrace that multiverse and it it like i say it's i think it's embarrassing for marvel really that they made don't get me wrong doctor strange was i i put it down as all right you know yeah i was kind of in the middle of the road on it it wasn't amazing it wasn't terrible it was just all right but this as a multiverse thing was on that kind of par like uh, as we said earlier that i'm i'm not comparing it to anything else but like with ricky and morty you know they embraced the, the multiverse unbelievably you know mm. and this did the same thing yeah it did get that right for sure yeah i think uh, i do have one nitpick question maybe you can answer george so the idea is is that you can put your mind into different bodies your body but into different multiverses right so you're right. you're moving your mind right so how did 
How do you bring those little things that she puts on her ears? I think isn't oh no but yeah what's his name no what's yeah. his name um, the dad the husband gave him to her didn't he yeah but how did he get him there yeah. he's he's coming from the other universe and taking over the actual dad how did he bring that stuff there unless they made them here unless they transferred their minds to <laughs> well that's all we oh, did yeah. maybe, yeah. maybe he built them maybe he built them yeah oh yeah no that's true yeah maybe he built them because funny enough a, a point that I got out of that with those green things on the ears and stuff that. I, I don't know whether this was just a social commentary, but with those green things, people, when they activated them, they could become different people. And I, I kind of thought how it's like how technology that we see, particularly online, how if somebody goes online, you know, they might be the nicest person in the world, but when they go online and they get, you know, that they're activated, they can become the most vicious, horrible troll and, you know, with people. yeah, exactly. You know, and I up. did, <laughs> Oh, no, that's the, the butt that, plug always... stuff. Oh, I was going <laughs> yeah. oh, to say, no, the comments on Pornhub are always generally quite nice. Um, <laughs> are they? I don't know. It's just a lucky guess. That's, that's only because they're donating to you, George. <laughs> but with it, it to me, like I say, that was kind of a bit of a social commentary on how, you know, like I say, when you become unplugged, you become yourself again. And it's like it you say, was, we still... It was kind of like that. Well, I, no, they kind of get they... their memories, not really change they don't change their... more than that. They would like get their skills, but they would also be simultaneously in both universes. Cause sometimes yeah. you would be fighting and then the person in the other, you would get knocked over. So, yeah, I mean, it, it was really surreal in that part, which again, I liked, I mean, that was a, you know, cause now you're talking about, she has perceptions every, everywhere all at once. You know, she's, yeah. she's seeing what all her other people, all her other selves are doing all at the same time. And I think it was crossing that threshold. That's what made her daughter and then her gods, for lack of a better term. And I mean, how can you not love it? It's got they they become rocks with googly eyes. <laughs> yeah, that was ridiculous. <laughs> Another point I got from this, and this this might have just been me, but. I don't know whether you feel the same about this, but and this is spoiler territory if you haven't seen it, but I thought that the bagel to me represented suicide. Obviously. Oh, sure she, it was. Yeah. oh right, okay, sorry. <laughs> I don't know whether I was being really insightful or really stupid <laughs> so, then. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Yeah. Oh real hmm. <laughs> Let me just stroke my beard and uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, um, uh... No, because like I say, because I mean she didn't know obviously how to handle the situation of, of everything. And I kind again I kind of figured that the bagel was kind of it she looks must like have a black sat... hole. It looks like a black hole. You're you know, well, going into death, going in you know, it has a very yeah, depra depression yeah. into death. Yeah, with with the it depression, wasn't very subtle. I, I thought to myself that she was sat like in a bagel shop or in a, in a cafe or whatever with a bagel, and she was sort of sat there putting all her problems on this physical bagel. She did, you know that. I'm, yeah, and again, I, that to me though was I don't want to say like a brilliant revelation because obviously it's like really obvious now, but it, it was very well done in the way that it was told that, you know, that some people do do that, you know, that it's kind of, I've got a problem and, and it's just my work. That's my problem. And it's like, maybe it's your attitude at work, you know, that if you tried harder or if you were nicer to people that it might actually work out for you and that kind of thing. But it's kind of, no, it's the work that's the problem. And you can fixate on the bagel. And if you actually look at everything else around you, you might actually sort of relieve you know, you, a lot of the tension and anxiety you might have. 
I've never more wanted to talk to a director and writer team and ask some <laughs> questions about this movie. <laughs> like like I want like this one. It's like what what was, yeah. what did you mean about the bagel? Like what what how'd you get that? Suicide? No, it's a black hole. What are you talking about? <laughs> do you think they'll do a sequel? I hope, I hope not. not. I don't think I so. A twenty four doesn't strike me as a sequel kind of. No. Yeah, yeah, but like, but like I said, this is the biggest one they've ever, most successful film they've ever made. If it but, makes money. No, do you know what though? I I genuinely, I know this is a stupid thing to say, but I genuinely don't think A24 are about making money. I think genu- uh, genuinely yeah, A24 are a company that want to make movies and want to make films and want to make stories and want to let directors tell their stories. I, I ju- Just because it's hit number one, I, I, I genuinely don't think, you know, A24 are obviously thinking, great, you know, we got our money back, happy days, we can <clears> make more. But I genuinely think they are not, like when, you know, we said earlier about Disney and, and everything else, Disney are churning out content because yep. they've got to. They've got to keep the fans and everything else. A24, I think, are filmmakers. I can tell you I guys, you, I can tell you guys full disclosure that my parent company, the company I work for, um, owns a sizable stake in a and Oh, no wonder you liked the movie so much. Uh, <laughs> no wonder he was shielding it so hard. No wonder he said that. I, I have, I, you know, I wish I had that much pull that I could actually get it, you know, use my, my connections to get to A24 and, and maybe I'm not being funny. For... If you had a chance to interview the directors, would he be talking to us? Yeah, no shit. <laughs> um, but Tell my us about point the time is, Michelle Yeah was at your birthday party <laughs> when you were a kid. <laughs> <laughs> what, you called me a sex pest? Uh, hey, it's a Harry Knowles joke. Those of you guys who don't know Harry Knowles, it's a Harry Knowles joke. Uh, no, I'm just saying that that my parent company, they, they have a lot of different companies underneath that. They're kind of like a Berkshire Hathaway. And some of them are lost leaders and things like that. So, a tw- you know, they're not a media company like Disney. They have insurance companies. They have all these kinds of different companies. So, A24, they are allow. I think they allow, or at least are not getting in the way of them just making movies that are going to be spot on. You know, I mean, one thing Story you say time. about yeah, you can't say that this is content. This is a this yeah. is an actual yeah. movie. Somebody had something to say and they said it and they did it really really well. And um, this isn't some you know machine like Disney turning out more MCU crap. Um, and so I I don't think that A twenty four would make a sequel to this because I don't think that they. I think they're an old school movie studio that wants to or, just make although... good film. Although I would say, like I say, that's a really interesting question, Eggie, but I would say that if the Daniels, the directors, came to A24 and said, hey, guys, we got a script and it was on par with the first one, then then maybe A24 would. I think, like I say, it's not just going to be a case of, hey, let's do another one. It would be a kind of, you know, if you guys ever come up with anything that's going to be that creative again, we are happy to back you. But if not, we're not just going to push it for the sake of pushing it. They won't push it for the sake of pushing it, but I think demand will be there. And this is, like I said, this is a, this has been their biggest success. That's probably going to put them on a lot of people's radar. I don't think it's going think to be. You're the, going to get a sequel. I don't think the demand is years. going. I don't think the demand is going to decide whether or not a sequel gets made. It's going to be whether or not. I think they're going to be a little like Pixar. You know, Pixar. 
there was some demand from Disney for them to make a Toy Story 2. They were going to do a direct-to-video. And Pixar says, no, you're not going to do it that way. If we're going to do a Toy Story 2, we're going to do it our way. They ended up making Mm. a a superior sequel. And Pixar, for a long time, that's how they worked, is that they made things that they thought, if if they made a sequel, it was because they thought they had actually something to say. Um, What about Toy Story 4? Cars too. Well, I would say in the last yeah. five to six years, that it's not been the case. Terrible. I, no, I got bad yeah. news, guys. I was just checking my phone. Disney's bought A24. So. Oh, goddamn! <laughs> no! <laughs> sequel, sequel coming next week. The oh, new president, no. Kathleen TV, Kennedy. Spin-off TV series about the IRS worker. <laughs> how are they going to gender swap and race swap the main <laughs> character? That's going to be rough. Poor old Disney, they, yeah, well, they don't have to, do they? Oh, goodness. Oh, no. The that, Chinese market, that, they've got the gay market. Now, the prequel got, series will be how they built the laundry mat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll no, tell you, that, you're going to get a sequel to this in five years. Maximum five years, you'll have a sequel. Well, I, okay, look, look. Whether or not there'll be a sequel or not, I think it's more along the lines as if there's a sequel, it will be because of creative reasons, not because of demand reasons. Yeah. yeah in, I hope. In, in the same respect, really. I'm too cynical. I, I, I hope you're right, but I'm too cynical to believe that. I don't, I, don't. We, I was going to say, with something like Star Wars, I mean, that was a huge, obviously, hit. But then George had, you know, came up with the two sequels, you know, so it was a trilogy, which was fantastic and, and very well done. And so, again, it's not always about making the money, obviously, but at the same time, a lot of the times, like I put in my, not to bring us back to the YouTube channel, and my how to make a horror the other day, but I mean, <laughs> there, there have been nine Friday the 13th, there's been nine of the... Um, uh, yeah, that, that, no, 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 it's 12 of the Halloween, 13 of the Halloweens, including this year, you know, and, and Nightmare on Elm Street has had nine. Um, uh, one of the others has had like 10 or 11. And again, it's just content. It, it's, it, you know, the, the, it's like the people that I see on Twitter. Yeah, but like, those, oh, that's the a new screen's coming out. And it's like, right, what are you expecting in the new screen? Because basically, it's going to be Ghostface going around yeah. stabbing people. It's okay again. that. It's okay that that's content, though, because that is a formula that, that people like. You know, it's just like, yeah, if you watch a slasher movie like Friday the 13th because you you get exactly what you want from that. That's that's a different that's I mean, and also, you've got to remember that with a lot of these money spinners, they then do help, you know, provide mo- movies with other ways of making and making money so i mean when you make money there are different ways of spending it and obviously the bigger ones are the ones that we hear about but i'm just glad that a24 out there and just kind of not caring about content but caring about filmmakers didn't they make didn't they make old henry isn't old henry from them i think it is i I don't know it could be I think it is. George is straight on the Google. Oh, Did they know. do that men as well? The one that's coming out men? Yeah, yeah, that's that's coming no, out soon. That wasn't them. I don't know who it was, but it wasn't them. Which one, men? Men. There's a new one coming out by Alice Garland. That's A24. Yeah, yes. No, um, yeah, there's that. But old Henry, that was an A24, you say. Hang on, let's have a look. Um, hey, have you seen The Northman yet? Uh, I'm going to watch it tonight, mate. Sitting there, ready to go. 
Yeah, they, did, says, the, they did the Green Knight. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, I've got that on my list as well. So no, I'm going to watch Northman tonight, Sean. Go on, the Lighthouse. What'd you say? I'm, I'm going to watch Northman watch... tonight. I'd say Northman. it again. I'm going to watch it tonight. Oh, okay. It's yeah, all yeah. geared up. Mind you saying that, I did go to the... I was, done done a, uh, a Star Trek video with Yoda yesterday and then went straight to the pub because uh, all the, the girls went, went out. And, yeah, I went to the pub <laughs> at half seven for a couple of quick ones to go in at three o'clock. So I'll probably be asleep in an hour. You know, because after you talk to me for two and a half hours, you really need a drink. <laughs> <laughs> um, what movie, Old Henry, I don't think was... Um, I don't know who did it. I thought, for some reason, I was thinking that I saw their logo come up before it started when I was watching it, but I might be thinking of something else. No, it must be something else. I mean, just uh, just going through the list of, of, of A24 movies here, There's, um, I'm only going back to 2019 odd here. Climax, uh, which was very bizarre. It's actually one of the films I couldn't get through because I think the director is very pretentious, but that's beside the point. Um, blah, 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 blah. I'm just trying to see the other. Midsommar. Uh, which I thought was very well done. Uh, the Lighthouse, which is fantastic. Mm. Uncut That's Gems. That's, sorry, Uncut Gems was A24's biggest, and everything everywhere is now just beating it. Um, yeah, I mean, if you can make if you can make Adam Sandler like competent and look talented, you're doing something right. Saint <laughs> um, Maud was very good. Green Knight. Lamb, which I've got to watch, I haven't watched yet. Um, Lamb Wa- is that the Babies, like a yeah, baby. I hear that one's a little. Human sh- <laughs> I know it sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> um, they've just recently Same done well. X as well, which did what? I, X is the one where they're going to make a porno in the in the thing of the two old people. I didn't rate that as much. Um, and then they've got coming up uh, God's Creatures, Funny Pages. Uh, Showing up. So uh, there's a few there actually. Oh no, the only one one I do want to see coming out. Well, actually, two of them or three of them saying that is men. It's bodies, bodies, bodies. And then I really fancy Marshall with Shell's shoes on. So you, so you want to see men's bodies? <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, that's what I'm Google. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's history. <laughs> they did Ex Machina. They did the Witch. Oh, the Witch. Yeah. Oh, they did Green Room. Green Room? Yeah. I didn't know they did it. Oh, that's a masterpiece. And they did right Swiss there. Army Man, which is excellent. I mean, you, you know, when you look through here, and I'm not saying that I, not not all these I'm I'm that fond of or think they're that great. The Florida Project, there's a lot on here. But I can't say that any one of these movies are just, you know, crap content. Every yeah. one of them are, they may be hits, they may be misses, but they are all film. Unique. Yeah. They are not content. I just want to oh, talk about Green Room now for 30 minutes. I I just know. Know. <laughs> we are just going through there, my list of, I need to watch that. God, <laughs> I've, seen Green Room. I've seen Green Room three or four times, and that is, that's, that's a great horror movie. That's oh, a, a really well done horror movie. Which, is that one? Of, who's in it? It's Frodo. Isn't Patrick it? Stewart. And yes. No, not Patrick Stewart. It's, yeah, Patrick um, Stewart. Patrick, yeah, Patrick Stewart's in there. Yeah, yeah, Patrick Stewart. No, I'm just trying to think. Um, uh, oh, um, Frodo was yeah, in it. Anton Yelchin is in it. Yeah, that's right. Um, that is a fantastic. It fantastic. is a yeah, guys. If you haven't seen it, you are missing out on. I, I know. The director, I know. You're right. I agree. I have heard director, nothing but awesome about it. 
that director is a master anyway. Yes. That that dude has not made a bad movie yet. He's like uh he's like the same guy. He's he's like I put him on the same level as the dude that did uh, did uh, Brown Tomahawk and uh Brown yeah. and all that. He's yeah, he's not made a uh, he did Blue Ruin, which was yeah. amazing. Absolutely hold back amazing. The, uh Hold Back the Dark, which is on you guys can watch that on Netflix. Yeah. Sa- Jeremy Sauner is his name. But yeah, Green Room is it's like you say, it's a brilliant horror movie. Brutal, it's, yeah, thriller. Horror. And it's so nice to see Patrick Stewart playing a role where he's oh, He's the bad just, guy. Yeah, basically he's just kind of not Picard and not um not what you he's not Xavier. Professor X, kind of, yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean he was he was fantastic in that. He was really good. That's when he was good. good. Well, no, he still is. He's just picking crap. No, out. you've never seen the cards. He's not good. Yeah, maybe he just doesn't care. Maybe he's just paying for his summer house. Uh, some of it, <laughs> some of it. He just got old, like almost overnight. Like his voice, yeah, it's and unbelievable. Just, uh, I thought the critical drinker said that he at one point that he had a hand in the story of that. That he was really excited, and he actually helped guide that story. So I don't think you should cut him any slack. I were not. Apparently. Yeah, we talked wow. about Just that like, yesterday, you know, the reason yeah. why there was a redneck off-roading in Star Trek Nemesis is because of Patrick Stewart, because that's that's really Picard's character, right? T, Shakespeare, and redneck off-roading. What's wrong with redneck off-roading? Nothing. It's just not, it's just not <laughs> it's not Jean-Luc Picard. Why do that's attack? all I'm saying. Why, why, do, why are you attacking I can, me? I can see <laughs> Kurt doing it before I would see Picard doing it. <laughs> right, Sean. Imagine you went redneck off-roading, and somebody like me with my voice turned up. Right? There are Thinking people. From, listen, there are people from England that come over here to ride this. They call it the Hatfield yeah, McCoy Trail. Loves to do that kind of thing. Good for him. <laughs> and for I'm, the, not, I'm not shitting on him. I'm saying that's not Picard. Okay. He's not that's shitting on him. He's shitting on redneck off-roading. I am not shitting on redneck <laughs> off-roading. I'm <laughs> shitting on Patrick Stewart for taking his own shit and placing it on characters that doesn't belong. For the record, I, yeah. for the record, I am more of a, a hillbilly. This? I, 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 I'm more of a hillbilly, not a redneck. Just for the record, <laughs> redneck phobia. <laughs> Red, yeah, redneck phobic. Um, <laughs> you know that the the term redneck got started because of a, a group of people about 20 miles from me. They wore red handkerchiefs during this like union revolt in the coal mines, and that's how they got that nickname. And it, it had been Logan, Mingo County, West Virginia, which is just literally almost throw a rock across the river into West that, Virginia. And that sounds it. like it. Happened. And that's right. Yeah, yeah. I see. I always thought it was redneck because of working in the fields, but oh, God. I thought it was about, uh, you know, you're such a culturally bigoted person, George. You disappoint me every week. Almost. Oh, come on. Who was it? Who fought the roundheads to free the proletariat from um, thingy in England? Oh, Oh, you don't know. Yes. Because it's your history, not mine. Excuses, excuses. Part of your bigoted excuse. You know what? Ignorance of culture is no excuse for bigotry. We were totally right to leave you over there. Right (laughs) yourself, leave you over there. (laughs) And right your own. All I know is we threw tea in the harbor, and Ewoks helped us defeat the Empire. So what's the problem? (laughs) Actually, no. I do remember that bit now. Yeah. Yeah, Thanks for reminding me. We can all agree on that. Right, so coming back to everything God everywhere. Bless those patriotic little furry midget. That's bastards. right. 
They go up, they go up like uh, gasoline-dipped uh, cotton balls, but still. <laughs> Gotta get uh, credit. It's when you light them and they run. It's beautiful. Um, <laughs> sounds like something a redcoat would say. And you walk murdering redcoats. <laughs> yeah. See, I don't get that reference. I've got a red coat. <laughs> and uh, I've got a terrible gap in my education of um, you know history. that little you know that little that little that little bit there gained us like seven or eight more watchers. <laughs> so as I said, he walks ding 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 ding. When, when we try to talk about film in an intelligent way, we drop from thirty four to nine. Then when we start joking about Ewoks winning the Revolutionary War for us, we 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 gain ten more. That's I was gonna say Ewoks ding 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 Georgia ding 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 ding. ding. <laughs> Just in case you thought we were pretentious assholes, Ewoks yeah. on fire. Yeah, <laughs> do you think they smell like you know like you burning human hair no but they do taste like chicken yeah <laughs> <laughs> i know a great joke about that very quick um a chap was in court because uh he had been caught out in the wilderness and killed an american bald eagle uh, which is obviously illegal in America because of, you know, for good for natural reasons. Anyway, he, he basically explained to the court that he was close to death. There was nothing else around. He managed to catch this bald eagle and he did kill it and eat it. And it was just for his own basic human survival. So the judge let him off. Um, and a couple of days later, the judge actually saw the man walking around and he said, um, listen, he said, with that case, he said, um, I just want to ask, he said, what does, what does bald eagle taste like? And he said, it's a lot like condor. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot like the dodo bird. <laughs> Sorry, that's a joke I had many years ago, and it just amused me. That's a pretty good joke, man. Yeah. It's a good one. I, I, I give that a, a nine. That was a good you can either say that or well, it's very much like owl. Um, <laughs> the spotted owl. <laughs> spotted owl. <laughs> um, so, are we coming back to? If you, is there a way that you could tweak that to make it racist? Though it would be funnier. Yeah, if you had it, some racial slurs. Oh, Sean, I can't. I, I, okay? I, I, I think, I, I, think right. I can, Sean. I think I can. Let me give this a try. Okay, okay. <laughs> Tastes like uh, Malaysian panda. <laughs> that's not bad that's Got not it. bad tastes like monitor lizard I don't that, you might not get that Joe but nope, recently there was, a, there was a news story where five guys in India raped and ate a monitor oh, yeah. lizard <laughs> raped a lizard oh, to death to death <laughs> yeah I bet his last thoughts just before he died was like thank god I'm going <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> With a dick yep. in my ass, but I'm going. America, the greatest country in the no, world. No, India. It was India. India. We oh, don't yeah, have right, any yeah. minor lizards here, or else maybe I don't know. I just, uh, but but since there are none, we can safely say that's never happened. Yeah. Somebody <laughs> just said their popcorn mechanic has just said that it tastes a bit like surprisingly like white rhino. <laughs> <laughs> also, also good. Yeah, oh, that's yeah, it. That Apart from the horns, the horns good, but you know you got to wait <laughs> yeah. for a long time. You, you've got to wait. You, we've nice and sort made out of ivory. I always just throw the horns away. You know? <laughs> yeah. Right. Are An we going to get off track? Horns. This is exactly. We had a meeting before this, and we. This is exactly what we said we were not supposed to do. <laughs> let's talk but about our ratings have gone up, so let's just carry on. I guess. So. I don't know what else to say about that film. 
Yeah, let's no, talk about the Norsemen true. a little bit. If, if everybody but Eggsy's seen it. Have you seen it, Yoda? I have not. Oh. I have. No, you I said it was it. good. You said it was the best film you saw until you saw everything and everywhere and whatever it's called. They're, they're, they're two different movies, but I mean, the Northman was again. It was a film. It was that is an art house film. Even I would argue, like a, it's that. <laughs> Is yeah. that on streaming or is it just in theaters? Yeah, yeah, it's on streaming now. All right, I'll give yeah. it a shot. Is it Amazon? No, uh, but I can send you a link to watch it. Oh no, I've got, I've got. No, you can't. You can I legitimately mean, buy it from Peacock somewhere. I mean, yes, uh, I'd like to do a, that. A, a, a very unethical person could probably find you a link for <laughs> <Yeah>. it. <laughs> no, I've, I've got, a, I've got a nice little system. I've got. A, Oh, I can't say. Never mind. Yeah, I'll watch it tonight. Yeah, it's great. Shut up! <laughs> Stop digging the hole! <laughs> he, he, and he's just saying that ironically. Yeah. He doesn't mean yeah. it. He's going to go to the theater and pay full price for it. Yeah, I can't wait. I'm going to oh, pay God, some the FBI is pulling up in my driveway. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great movie, though. It is. Yeah, I'm going to um, watch it tonight. And it's the same director people, as The Witch people, and Lighthouse. I've heard some small brains complain that it was like, it's too slow, but I was engaged every second in it. I don't yeah. think I never felt like the movie was long, even at all. No, it was, it was, it was brilliantly done. It was, again, it was kind of, I don't want to say an original story. Cause it basically, I mean, ultimately like it's a revenge story, which, you know, has been done before, but it was so brilliantly told mm. the way it went, the way it panned out and everything else was just, Oh yeah, I thoroughly, thoroughly loved it. It has a um, hell of a long take in it too. Oh yes, and, and it's not just a long take; it's a long take where they attack a village, and mm. so it's a very, very complicated um, scene altogether and stuff. It was oh yeah, it's definitely worth definitely have you, have definitely you, worth. Have you seen uh, True Detective season one? Yes. Yeah. You yes. know the long take in episode four. It's every bit as complex as that. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. It's, okay, um, I'll give that a yeah. shot. There's a better yeah, Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh, the, not, not the first one, but the second one, yes. <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll give it a shot. It's, you're a little I'm, wavering I'm, there. It's a little there, concerning. There's no laser sword. There's no laser swords in it. Though, I, I so. know. Uh, yeah, but you know, again, what can you do? I mean, not everything can. Um, Are there boobs? Um, yes. Yeah. Okay, then I'm well, in. Kidman's. <laughs> No. There's even a little bit of almost. <laughs> no, incest. Tom Cruise is not in the movie. <laughs> there's even there's oh. even almost a little bit of incest in it too. Oh, happy days! Oh, I'm sold, man. Stop, stop selling it, there's, man. You've, there's you've there's the naked men fighting at the end with CG yep. Willies. With CG, what Willies. CG? CG Willies. They, they CG the Willies on, yeah. Why? I don't know. <laughs> it was, we, did get... an, we did an article about it on the on the last movie outpost. Yeah, I didn't read it because I didn't want to. Spo- I didn't want to come across any spoilers. Oh right, I he didn't want to back. come. He didn't want to come across any spoilers. He says with a straight face. <laughs> Matt, Matt asks why. Matt, how big do you think those willies really are? Because I oh, guarantee the CT is larger. Yeah, <laughs> you know it's like when they used to airbrush in Playboy. You know, think think along those lines. You know what I'm saying? It's cold in Iceland. Would you no, want to no, be? Yeah. 
That's what had to do it. No, they were fighting on a volcano. There's no excuse for that. <laughs> no, that Maybe was a CG there. volcano. Fighting get... on a volcano with their todgers hanging out. Yeah, it's, uh... not like it's not like they're slapping each other with them. <laughs> <laughs> they're not sword fighting like we used to do when we were kids. <laughs> Cockfighting. <laughs> Do you mean like we used to do with kids? What are we not bringing? Did you? (laughs) You're right, George. You're right, George. I'm glad we left them over there. What the fuck? What kind of childhood did you have, man? Is this a hillbilly thing? It's just like it was was me and my dad. There was nothing wrong with it. Oh, God. It's just like we used to do on Epstein's Island. George is gone. George died. (laughs) You guys didn't have the court make you demonstrate how to to do it with those two little dolls. (laughs) (laughs) Show me where the Disney executive touched you. Where did the Viking touch you? (laughs) Again, we've a new class low discussing movies. Well, I tell the you, North there isn't a North day North that goes by that I don't thank God I started this channel with you guys. <laughs> it seems like three, three experienced movie watchers. Maybe we can start a stream. It started uh, so well. I'm going to start a channel, and I want these very urbane, intellectual, deep-thinking <laughs> fellas to come on and talk to me about <laughs> Well, seriously, you're gonna kill me. Stop it! I'm sorry. I can't die. It's just kicking in. I need. I leave no barrel unscraped. (laughs) Nobody else would do it with you. Is what you're saying? That's right. That's right. I'm at the. I'm at the bottom of the same barrel as you guys. (laughs) The best that you can get. My God, man. (laughs) Well, I'm definitely gonna watch it tonight. Now, how come we haven't been invited on like? You know, the critical drinker. It's a mystery. Live stream. <laughs> <laughs> Are you the guys that always end up talking about knobs? No, that's not. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking that's about. That's <laughs> not. That's, that's somebody you, completely different. Are you guys yeah. playing lightsabers with your dick? Nah, it's... <laughs> that's not, not George Lucas. That is George Lucas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, Mark Hamill has stories. Oh, does he have stories? Oh, oh I bet he does. Charlie Sheen, I bet, has got some uh, sword fighting stories. Man, from guy, what do you expect with a guy with tiger blood? <laughs> yeah, it's true. Is oh, he dead yet? Oh, he dead yet? No, apparently oh, AIDS oh, made oh. him stronger. Guys, we forgot to mention that Van Gallus died this week. Oh, yeah. yeah After that, you're right. going to bring up something serious. Is well, you wanted to stop laughing, didn't you? <laughs> so the Holocaust. Let's talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> Look, that George is really awful one. Schindler's List is our favorite comedy. The last movie yeah, yeah. favorite comedy. <laughs> I've told you this before. It's not as funny as the book. <laughs> right. So yeah, Van Gallis died this week as well. That's been in the news. Um, yep. But one of the I did my I tribute. Mean, Thank you very much. You did. Yeah. Very good. <laughs> It was, I mean, he's one. Per, he's one of those people that cemented himself into movie history. You know, um, I think I, I remember. I'll have to check the details. 
I'm still slightly dying here, and there are tears in my eyes. Don't, but don't, don't uh, hurt yourself, man. Do you need an um, ambulance? I'll call one for you. Yeah, thank Gary Stein. Gary Stein's really affected you, mate. <laughs> um, no, you can call me an ambulance because they're free over here. Um, so, but this you're takes an five ambulance. hours to get to here. <laughs> you're an ambulance. Yeah. Um, but um, I'm, I'm sure I read that Chariots of Fire was the first. Yeah. movie to have the sound done by electronic music which is a really odd choice as well oh, because right. we, with Chariots of Fire you don't think of that as electronic music when you hear it, it's it's brilliantly done. I think that, well I don't know I, I, I mean it's clearly got a piano in it whether or not that uh, I mean in those days it would be pretty tough to make a real piano but I think all the other stuff behind it is definitely synth yeah and stuff, and it's and again, it's brilliantly edited because there's a whole sequence, I think, where they're training, and somebody's putting down chairs, and they do it all to the music and everything else, and it's it's brilliantly subtle. But I mean, again, he uh, he made he was kind of the extra actor, if you like, in Blade Runner, because oh, again, absolutely. Blade Runner without that music would have just not been the same. God, it's amazing too. I was really disappointed that he didn't have a heavier hand in the sequel. I mean, they just barely sampled some of the original theme in it, right? He he didn't. Yeah, they got Zimmer involved, didn't they? Mm-hmm. I wonder. Oh, that... You can tell. You can tell with Hans Zimmer as well. I'm a big Hans Zimmer fan. You can tell heavily influenced by Vangelis. Yeah, it's a shame he didn't do that many film scores. I mean, he did Chariots of Fire and Blade Runner. And I think there's a few others, but it wasn't as many as you might think. Which is, um... That's funny enough. That's the point. I When I looked in up, up and, and, and I thought, oh, like I say, it's not as many as you think. But what he did do was just outstanding. He was a man of mm. obvious quality, not quantity. Yeah. I, the Blade I don't Runner think he got... <clears throat> you could listen Sorry. to the Blade Runner soundtrack on, like, CD, man. Just oh, fire yeah. by itself. You know what I mean? Yeah. Get oh, that, I do. Do you? I listen to it. Yeah, I listen to it probably every week or at least a fort- every fortnight. Because it's good music, you know, to, to, to tune out and just get check. your work done. It's good music just to listen to in the background. Check this out. He declined an offer to score 2010, the year we made contact. How much more oh, awesome wow. would that movie have been if he had wow. done oh, that? Oh, man. I wish he'd done that. Oh, man. What could have been? I, I'm going to have to find it, but there is a great sketch by um eggy you'll know these um smith and jones Mel smith oh, and yeah. jones. They, they are two British comedians and they did a sketch once about a guy who wrote music for movies and i i, I always remember this because it was brilliant and then um, this guy's got um, sort of saying yeah i've met and written many scores maybe today i've got richard attenborough coming around to talk to me about his uh, new movie and and uh, Griffith Jones is this guy. Mel Smith comes in as Richard Attenborough, and sort of says, um, "So, uh, have you got the, the, the new um, song worked out for, for the, the music worked out for for this new movie?" And, and he goes, "Yes." He goes, "I'll just play it for you." And he says, <laughs> "Piano," and he starts singing. I was walking down the street the other day, feeling rather randy. Who should I bump into? But me old mate, the Gandhi. Oh Gandhi, oh Gandhi. <laughs> and Richard Attenborough started going. Like, no, this is you know, like Gandhi. 
And he says, and they cut to another scene. He goes, I've got Francis Ford Coppola coming in today. And <laughs> so Francis Ford Coppola comes in. And he sort of says, so I thought that the new theme song to your, to your movie could be like this. I said, have it Monday. And I said, no, have it today. He said, have it on Tuesday. And I said, no, have it today. Oh, have your apocalypse now. <laughs> <laughs> It was really funny. It's obviously these sort of movies like Apocalypse Now, that's not kind of the music you would expect to go with. I've got yeah, to we, find that somewhere. We got it. We got the point. Va- <laughs> I, I don't know. I think every film could do better with a little vaudeville music in the background. Yeah. <laughs> little Randy Newman playing yeah. in it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, and so... Right. Are we talking about anything else, or have we have we come to near the Can end? I, 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 I want to ask oh, you: God. Has anyone seen a film called Ted K? Yes. Which is about the uni bomber. Yes. Oh yes, I watched it when it first came out. Yes, I loved it. Uh, the industrial society, the industrial revolutions, and its consequences have been a disaster for the human race. You want me to quote the whole manifesto? <laughs> no. Okay. Sure. Sure. I'll write it. Um. I thought it was quite interesting. I didn't know much about the Unabomber. I'd obviously heard of it, but because obviously it was That's bigger Dr. in America. Kaczynski to you? No, it was the Unabomber. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, you you refer to him as Doctor Kaczynski. Thank you very much. Right. Okay. All right. Let's let's compromise. We'll go with anyway. Doctor Unabomber. Doctor Bomber. Doctor Bomber. Indeed. Um, but yeah, it was a very interesting take, and the way that the story was told was really good. Um, I was, ah, not, it's not a hit piece. It is not a hit piece. No, it's yeah, not. I mean, Kaczynski, nope. Kaczynski was a nut for bombing people, but apparently he may have had some points as we get further and further into our technological nonsense. You know? Funny Hell enough, world. that's exactly the take I got from it. The, Hell the world, more, as I like to call it. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. The it's more, good... yeah, the more he spoke, the more. Especially now, I was thinking mm, he's making some pretty good points here, and he's kind of right in what he says. But like I say, the way he made the points was un- unfortunate. <laughs> and I saw, the, I saw the there's a show I think it was on Netflix with Paul Bettany playing in Doctor, whatever he's called. Brzezinski. Yeah, right. oh, so well, well, no, you I... should check it out. Okay. Yeah. Paul Bettany. But my son told me about this Ted Cone. I was like, oh, I'll check that out. So that's on my. Uh, that's also on my yep, special like list it. of films. Yep. Yeah, I'm going to check that out. I recommend five out of five. Well, I, just, I, I'm going to have better. to start writing these down. We go through all of these I haven't seen. I'm like, oh, God damn, i got so much to catch up on here. I have to put them on my watch uh, put, put them on my watch list and then put them onto my um, list on IMDb. Otherwise, I sometimes I do forget what I watch. I want to watch that To Live and Die in L.A. after reading the review on uh, the site. Yeah. That is amazing. Yeah. Have you guys not? Has none of you seen that? I love William Friedkin, and I love the French Connection, and I, you know, just was under my radar. It's not what people talk about, weirdly enough. And you know, know. I was like, I'd heard of it, and you know, but I probably haven't heard of it since it's been out. And masterpiece. And now I'm looking at going. There's a will. There's French Connection guy (laughs) that crime. How did I not know about this? I gotta get this in my eyeballs. Of course, I went to look at streaming. It's like unavailable everywhere. <laughs> so, okay. Well, yeah. Not everywhere. <clears throat> not, not everywhere. everywhere. Yes, everywhere. Unavailable everywhere legally. I, I can assure you, it is not available everywhere. <laughs> um, I got I it did, on Blu-ray, of course. I did watch Heat um, again the other day on Sean's recommendation that we ah, did. And do you know what? The first time I watched that, I didn't really rate it. 
Um, but I watched it when it first came out. Watching it again, I am annoyed at myself because it is a spectacularly good movie. It's, 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 really it's good. aged well. It's oh, aged yeah. well. Apart from, this is going to sound awful, and also nicely racist, but I kept getting confused between Al Pacino and Robert De Niro. Racist! <laughs> Just about. Because, because both of them were sort of... Co- at times, they I look alike. No, 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 no. But just they kind all of Italians look like. right to you, don't you? Do all Italians look the same to you, George? <laughs> no, Italian. but no, but all self-important no. actors do. Um, but with Pacino it, like, is not as bad as De Niro. Now, let's that don't yeah. don't compare him. He's not an asshole like that. Nah, De Niro's a piece of shit. Yeah, right? He is yeah. a piece of shit. The movie's aged right. well, a lot better than the two actors. <laughs> <laughs> hey. It is a it is a legit masterpiece. Oh yeah, it's it's brilliantly done. I also watched Where Eagle Dare for the first time as well. That's all right. It's it was quite good. It, I I kept thinking that um the the plan was just basically blow everything up because mm-hmm. they had this dynamite. It's like right, blow up the cable car, blow up the bridge, blow up the car, <laughs> just everything blow it up. What's wrong yeah, with was... that plan? Sounds like a good plan to me. Yeah, that's a that sounds like an excellent plan. I, I would. I, sounds- Get a lot of like like reli- do that every day. <laughs> Sounds like a certain religion. <laughs> and then what I also watched. <laughs> Very wrong thing to say, Eggie. <laughs> Officially disavow. Unofficially. <laughs> At least you didn't say. Oh, wait a minute. Hang on. Um, <laughs> Sounds like a real Ted K thing to say. I also watched, which was, I thought was absolutely brilliant. Easily one of the best movies of the year. Morbius. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. Oh, you, did you, did you really watch that? I did really watch it. And Why? It was, I tried to warn you. I know, and I just wanted to see if everybody was right, and they were. You know, you know that's time in your life that you'll never get back, and one day you'll be dead, and you'll be like, I could have like banged the misses or something in the time it took me to watch more. You could have been watching one of these I, I, movies that we talked about. Yeah, you could have been watching Live and Die to Live and Die in L.A. That's right. If it's a choice between watching Morbius or banging the wife, I'd rather watch Morbius. <laughs> Wow! Oh boy! Wow! No, no wonder he's just shouting downstairs. Just you never go full Al Bundy. What the hell? (laughs) Poor Mrs. Not George. She's now taking off that Wookie outfit. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you! Um, somebody said today, actually, I was at work and somebody came and bought a ladder and he said, are these things strong? I said, well, I've got one and the wife stood on it and it seems to be all right. <laughs> uh, I also watched April Fool's Day for the first time as well. I don't like that too much. Oh, oh, it's, it's cheap. Wait, it's a cheap. Is that the oh, one Is that the one with oh, Jamie Lee Curtis way back in the day? No. No. This is the I'm one that's to... like a slasher movie that turns out not to be. I like the ending. Oh, uh, yeah. It's a cheat. It's a cheat, man. I don't like that kind of thing. I also watched... Now, this is a really weird one. Like but Twilight, Twilight. The, the Breaking Dawn Part 2, where it was all a no. fucking dream at the end. Was <laughs> it? It was all a vision. Yeah, they're like the big... They have this... It was the first time that fucking movie series at any time got halfway decent, where they had just a bang-on <laughs> killer fight, and it turns out, no, nope, it was all a vision. I like st- I almost stood up in the theater. I was like, what the fuck? I'm fascinated <laughs> that you went and saw Twilight. I had to, because I was married theater. to a Twilight junkie. <laughs> 
You it's need not to my make... fault. It was it we, was under duress, about, sir. We're talking about everything, everywhere, all at once, and the decisions that you make. Yoda, obviously, there's um, some bad ones there. <laughs> <laughs> you need to start putting paper cuts in your uh, in your uh, uh, no, bullshit. You're married. You know exactly what the fuck I'm talking about. Well, Eggie, my wife, my wife don't watch telly. Eggie, let's hope it was paper cuts and not the buck bug thing. <laughs> um, <laughs> Given the choice. <laughs> no, I, myself and Yoda were talking about earlier behind me. I've got two cine projectors, um, both yeah. Super 8 and cine projectors. I watched, because my dad used to have a copy on 8mm, Visit to a Small Planet with Jerry Lewis, which, Jerry as a Lee kid... Uh, no, just Jerry Lewis. Jerry oh. Lee Lewis? Jerry Lewis. And it was basically about an alien who came to Earth. And as a kid, I used to love it. And my dad used to show it to me, and it was very funny. He used to wiggle his ear and then make his nose go, and, and things would happen. I, Watching it again now, eh, <laughs> it's one of those films I should have left in my memory. Uh, um, so I was, we all uh, have those, don't we? Yeah. yeah so those do. of you still watching, um, we did a little bit of different. I think it's okay, but I would be... I would be very grateful if you would tell me that if everybody's voices and audio matched properly, that we didn't have any audio delays on anybody if that worked throughout the stream i would really appreciate some feedback on that well um we can oh to the with george oh, oh, oh. george <laughs> fuck you okay first oh, guess, guess what's out on wednesday what maverick, maverick. oh Ugh. is it that i am actually gonna get off my fat ass and go to the cinema and watch that <sighs> You know, if, if, if first of all, I'm hearing it's awesome. We'll see. Um, but if nothing else, if they filmed it inside real cockpits and they did all this with yep. real jets. I, I mean, just to get that kind of feeling in the cinema, just to you know, that you there can't was, you can't do that with CG. You just can't. There was no. a, there was an article on Twitter and it said that Tom Cruise really wants people to see this in the cinema because it's a cinema experience. And I said, I was just going to download it on my phone and then hold that really close yeah. to my face. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. I can't wait to watch it on my phone. <laughs> well, the VR, get the VR one and then, you know. Goodness. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so maybe, maybe next week then we can talk about that. Um, I'm not going to go see it. Well, that. I think I'm the only one who's going to go and see it, aren't I? Yeah. Oh, Yoda is as well. I'm, a, I'm in. Eggie, you I, and I can have our own one-offs where we're not talking about people getting their dicks chopped off and things like that. Oh, well, look at well, these. Well, look at these two snobs, dick, snobs right? always talking about these wonderful movies where people are eating their own fucking intestines or something. Anthropophagus, you mean? That's a pretty good movie. Um, me, me and George still have the rest of our most controversial uh, films list coming up, too. Sweet. Yeah, Thank we should plug you. that. I think this week uh, the film that we are been to, uh, we're going to be talking about is the classic, The Human Centipede. Oh, <laughs> crowd pleaser! Real and, and, and the great tagline from that is "Bagsy at the front." <laughs> I, I am I am somewhat grateful to that movie because it had one of the best South Park episodes, the iPad Centipede, where if you you know, Kyle did not, you know, he just accepted the terms of service on his iPad every time he get an update. And he didn't read it. And everybody is like, you didn't read it? What is wrong with you? Like, anybody reads these things? And next thing you know, because he accepted the terms of service, he was, uh, Steve Jobs 
put him as part of an iPad centipede where the, the <laughs> iPad was on the front and then he was connected to two other people. And, and, the, and he was in the middle. And, and the guy, he's like, do you want me to eat the uh, the white pudding or the or the asparagus? He's like, oh, the white pudding. Oh, it's got a lot of, uh, okay, I'll eat the asparagus. And he just shits in his mouth. Not too different from the movie, actually. No, it's not, but it's it's much funnier in South Park. Of course, we've seen the movie. We we're talking about it. Yeah. Have you seen? You seen the Yoda? No, I ain't watching that. I I actively avoided that once I saw the the trailer. It's like I I I don't need to watch this. You guys don't have any fun at all with your yeah. Normally, if I'm. If I want to see a woman eating another woman's bum, I'll be going pull up. Yeah, there's much much better ways to watch that kind it's of thing. It's not enjoy. Yeah, but this is done in a way that's not enjoyable. That's the point. Oh, I'll definitely watch it. He's, oh. he sold it to me. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's, he's you, already you sold that one. You should sell cars for a living. This might kill you. <laughs> Who wants to see women having fun? <laughs> uh, they enjoy making sandwiches. Uh, yeah. So, uh, you're single, uh, hush up. Was that you're single, huh? Uh, sometimes, yes. Occasionally, <laughs> off and I'm, off, I'm, yeah. I'm in between wives. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get killed when I get done with this. Um, <laughs> my, wife, my, never, my wife never watches these. So I'm good. Yeah, no, my wife my, just bought me a nice cup of tea. Look at that. Trained up well. He knows. <laughs> he keeps his hand very strong. <laughs> Oh, so many jokes, which we're not going to do. Yoda, do you want to wrap up, mate? Oh, so much so. <laughs> Thank you very much, all of you, for watching. Uh, this has been another live stream from lastmovieoutpost.com. We are the cool news now, where you can get all the latest on movies, streaming, and trailers, and news, and reviews. We have new stories going up every single day, so please come and visit us. And, of course, visit the YouTube channel. Like, share, and subscribe. We could use all the help we can get. We really do appreciate all the viewers we really that we had on, to, on today. Uh, I think it was kind of a new record for us, like 30, 31 users. 34. 34 was our high point. 34 was our high point. So mm -hmm. well done, everybody. Appreciate that. And uh, tune in every week. And, of course, we have new videos coming out uh, Weekly, uh, George has his uh, How to Make a Film series. I have the weekly news every weekend. Uh, Eggie and I have another sequel to the Picard uh, discussion that we had, uh, which is basically us going through more therapy. And <laughs> I'm uh, sure to myself I've got more of the exploitation films coming got, up as well. That's right, the exploitation films. And I'm sure I'll have another overlooked in the near future. So... Lots and lots of content for you to consume and to be a part of. Again, we are trying to be a different type of entertainment news and uh, media <laughs> company. Uh, yes, one that's fun and honest. So, and offensive viewers. That hates women and minorities. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ask the black woman that's a part of it. She, she'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> She's abused more than anybody, believe That's it or right. not. <laughs> Eggy, you have any final words? Uh, no, I'm going to go and watch The Northman and two CGI dicks over the fight. All right. Uh, Sean? Uh, uh, no, no, we're bad passing you. God knows what the <laughs> fuck you'll say. No. Uh, tune in to watch me and George interview the star of Dash Cam coming up on June oh, 3rd. Yeah. Oh, that'll be, that'll be good. And George? 
Yeah, like I say, uh, Sean set it all up. It was really great. But we had a chance to chat with Annie Hardy, star of Dashcam, Rob Savage's new movie. He was best known for host. Um, it's mostly edited, actually, so we should be going up sometime uh, this week or early next. All right, then. So thank you very much, everyone, and we will see you on the next stream. <laughs>